knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started. All right, guys, it's Takeover Tuesday here on the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast on the Paddle and Fin Network. Let's do this. Welcome to a special edition of the Rusty Hook Podcast, streaming live on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. One hour of straight talk regarding tournament news, angler profiles, gear reviews, and more. Now let's get our show started by joining with John Rapp, our host. Hey guys, welcome to Tuesday Night's Special. I've got a great guest with me tonight. I'm going to bring him on here in just a second. That'd be Tim Isaacs from West Virginia. Uh, a lot of you guys nationwide may know Tim. He uh, fishes Hobie. KBF, Bassmasters, he's, he travels, he's fishing every weekend somewhere, not in West Virginia normally, um, he, he's, he's a traveling, traveling man. Matter of fact, when I reached out to Tim earlier tonight, just found out that he got called back to work and he is living in a motel in God's, out in the middle of God's country, West Virginia, uh, doing God's work again, uh, from what he did for, for, for a long time. But, uh, this is all about kayak fishing tonight, and I, I wanted to bring Tim on because um, Tim is a little bit older than me, just a little bit, and um, and I, I find myself getting 
having problems getting motivated to get out and do fish, getting fishing and get out and getting on the water sometimes. And I, I wanted to to get Tim's mindset on, on what he does, um, how he prepares himself because, you know, his equipment, just the things that he does because he's out fishing all the time. And uh, I, I just wanted to figure out maybe he could give me a shot at that adrenaline that he uses to get out. But let's bring Tim on. And let's talk all things good kayak fishing. What do you say, brother? Welcome to the show. Hey, John. How you doing? Thanks for having me. Good. Hey, I appreciate you uh, taking a few moments to come online with us tonight and talk. Tim, tell everybody about <clears throat> yourself, where you're from, the equipment you use, what you fish out of, and, and just all things that you do to get yourself ready for your, your, your events. Well, I'm from a little town called Clifftop. It's uh, uh, pretty close to Babcock State Park. That's where I grew up. I ended up moving back in with my mom two Aprils ago. So that's where I'm at now, permanent, after mom passed away. But um, uh, I'm 20 minutes from New River, 20 miles, five minutes from Summersville, an hour from Sutton. I'm right in the heart of it now so um yeah i uh i started kayak fishing in 2016 uh my buddy matt Ball got me in it huh. him and uh him yeah him and him and jimmy kemp yeah they they both got me yeah they got me into it i uh <laughs> i bought a uh a native propel 13 i had never sat in a kayak first time i sat in it is when the, uh, the RHL guy delivered it to the house and I set it in the garage. But uh, I, I fish I'll out of Hobie now never, uh, and have yeah, since I'll never forget you. 2000. Go ahead. I was going to say, I'll never forget that New River uh, tournament. Their sandstone going up to Sandstone Falls when you were in that poor boat. And, yeah, uh, I'll never forget. Uh, I'll never forget that either. Uh, that cost yeah, you about $900. I, I, I turtled it right below the Sandstone Falls. Uh, it was probably a little more than that. I lost three rods and reels and my pedal drive. Okay. So you, yeah. you figure that out. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, that, was a, that was a learning experience. I mean, it's part of it, you know. You always learn by your mistakes. If you don't, you're stupid. So, <laughs> uh, hey, well, there's there's a little piece of wisdom from Tim Isaacs right there. <laughs> all right, there you go, buddy. If you don't, if I you love don't learn from your mistakes. There's there's something wrong somewhere. Um, Amen. But, uh, most of my fishing equipment, I I make myself. I make make all my rods now. Uh, uh, I make a lot of my baits, a lot of a lot of jigs and stuff like that. I'm, I make myself. Uh, matter of fact, uh, all the fish I caught this past week at the Hobie TOC, I caught on a little jig that I make myself. Uh, it, it served me well. I've caught fish from uh, Lake Dardanelle to, to Vermont, you know, Lake Champlain. I've caught them north, south, east, and west. But uh, it, it's just it's all what you got confidence in. So tell us, I know you uh, have spent a lot of time down in Florida. 
an American tackle, you were you were heavy into the American tackle. Now they're bought out by Mudhole. But uh, are you still using their their stuff right. to build your your rods? Yeah. Yes. Uh, guides wise and handles and uh, uh, reel seats, things like that. Yes, I, I still use American tackle stuff. It's uh, I'm still uh, buddies with John Graves and. Uh, they uh, they they put me on their pro staff, and I'm you know I, they pretty much take care of me when it comes to components for my rods. Um, but uh, North Fork Outfitters is where I get my blanks from. They're they're all designed by G Loomis, so they're okay. they're really. I mean, everything I make is pretty really good, I, <clears throat> except my. I need to build me a good swim bait rod. I, I need a really good swim bait rod. I, uh, I recently started. That's another thing you need to do. Another little piece of wisdom. Try different things. I mean, you know, don't get stuck on one one thing. Try, try something different. And uh, I have started using swim baits a little bit. My, my son, Jason, he's, he got me into throwing some swim baits. Um, and we caught, we caught several fish and check on it this past week. So, uh, I need to build me a new, new swim bait rod, but I'll have to. I so to what are your ideas? What are your ideas on that, Tim, for your swim bait rod? What, what are you looking on, at? Something on a swim bait a rod? Blank or? I'd like, yeah, I'd like to have something, uh, uh, I don't know, a medium, I'd like to have a medium heavy with an extra fast tip, um, something that I can, you know, I can really, I can feel the fish, you know, hit it, but still give it, give them time to suck it in before I, you know, set the hook. Um, right. But so I, I, I tried using a, uh, I can't remember which rod I used this past week, but it seemed like the the fish would hit it, but I, I wasn't giving them time to set the hook. I mean, you know, to suck it in before I set the hook. Uh, it's, you know, basically a lot like, you know, throwing a chatterbait or, you know, spinnerbait or something like that. Something you got to, you got to let them suck it in before you feel it to set the hook. So, okay. Uh, that makes sense. I'll investigate it. But, uh, but like yeah, I said, so are- John. When when them guys, you know, when American Tackle Mudhole bought them out, they 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 took the whole staff over with them. They were actually in the same building. Uh, American Tackle was in one end of the building, and Mudhole's in the other end. So they're they're pretty much they were pretty much on top of each other anyway. So okay, it makes sense. Hey, so with with the swim bait rod, Tim, do you, would you? Would you still stick, keep it at about a seven foot rod, or would you go with a, a longer rod, or how would that work? I'm thinking maybe like a seven four. Um, most of my rods are seven foot. Um, I've got uh, one that, well, actually, the, the rod I use to stow the swim baits with is a it's a Skeet Reese rod. It's a swim bait. Carolina rig swim bait rods, what it's actually marked as, but I just don't like the feel of it. It's heavy. Uh, 
Um, I don't, you know, you, at my age, I'll, I'll be 67 Friday, John. So, um, hey, at my age, I knew that. I, I like it. I knew that, buddy. You knew I knew that, right? Because uh, we shared know, the same yeah. birthday. Yeah, we shared exactly. the same birthday. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I you know you you grab a, a a rod. You don't think two or three ounces at a rod makes a difference until you make five thousand casts with it that day. And you know, by the time uh, tournament's over, your arm feels like it's going to fall off. So yeah, I like a really I like a really light rod. So yeah, I, I I know when we were up at Jackson County there. Uh, not this past year, but the year before when you were showing me your rods that you made. And I, I had just brought two rods that Jack Gillespie had made for me and we were comparing mm -hmm. them. And, um, mine is you, as you, if you remember, they're a lot thinner and a lot smaller. I've always been a, a medium light guy and that's right. probably part of my issues about setting the hook on bigger fish is I ain't got enough backbone. I got to let them right. swallow it. But, um, I, I don't know. There's something about that medium light that I that, that I like, and it may be something due to the fact that just get tired and like to have something that you don't get tired with. Um, there you go. Um, but uh, I I just ordered from uh, Chris Payne last night uh, six of his five inch uh, swim baits that he's making. They're like a just a, an extremely large paddle tail and. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what what I can do with those, especially when we make our trips, you know, up to 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 Lake Erie and, uh, and right. later in the summer down on Bluestone and here at Summersville. <clears throat> hopefully, the smallmouth will be aggressive with it. Well, I know a lot of guys last week were catching them on. Some of them were catching them on four and five inch, and then I I couldn't get anything to hit, but like a. Uh, 3.3 2.8 something like that so i couldn't get him hit a bigger bait they were always hitting a smaller bait uh, huh. jason jason on uh, i think it was like thursday he started throwing a bigger swim bait and and was catching a bigger a bigger fish on a bigger swim bait so hey and you know you see a lot of videos on youtube these guys will talk and they'll preach and they'll, they'll, they they swear about him swim baits, but I, I guess <laughs> I, I'm a, a a quantity over quality guy. I, I figured if I can catch 30 or 40 fish a day, I'll get five good ones where they right. may throw that swim bait and, and just get five or six strikes the whole day, and, and they're going to get hopefully get big fish. Right. Because it's like that whopper plopper, you know. How many times have we – throwing that whopper plopper out there on top water and then you catch a yeah. fish that's, uh 10 inches long on a, a eight inch whopper plopper you know um but uh i don't know it's it's pretty cool hey tim i'm gonna throw up something and hopefully you can talk to us about this uh you got to spend some time last year there um guys if you haven't uh forgotten about us paddle and finn we're going back to eastport arena mark these dates and check it out
This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. So if I remember correctly, Tim, you got to walk at stage and was part of the very first fireworks uh, during that event <laughs> last year, weren't you? Yes, I was. <laughs> I think I finished what eighth, ninth, eighth, eighth or ninth, somewhere through there. Yeah, you and Jeff Sisk were the yeah. two West Virginia guys that, that walked the stage. Um, yeah, he was right behind me. We fished basically the same, same area too, so that was kind of neat. Yeah, well, I mean, you you went up uh, up up the lake where most everybody that I knew was stayed around the Eastport area. Um, Right. What, what areas? What areas did you fish? If you don't care to tell, I can't remember what the name of it was, John. It was a. Uh, uh, it's an arm that, that veers off to the left going up the lake. It's a, a pretty good size arm. Um, you know, I'd I'd rather catch a smallmouth as I would anything. So I looked yeah. at that and kind of figured out that there would be some good smallmouth there, and there was. It's amazing that 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 winter was coming in with over a hundred inches of fish, with uh, yeah. bedded smallmouth. He he found some quality bedded fish. Yeah, uh, but uh, man, a lot. So hey, uh, for let's talk about uh, you talked about your rigs. You know, you make your uh, own rods. We talked about those. Now you said something about you. You also make your own. Uh, you make your hooks or jigs or things like that too, or what kind of? Uh... I I make my jigs. Uh, most of my hooks are mustad. I I really like mustad hooks. Uh, now some, you know, every manufacturer's got a a hook for something. You know, like a, uh, I like Gamagatsu's straight shank offset uh, worm hooks. I like mustad wide gap hooks for you know worm hooks uh everybody's got something different uh matter of fact i was sitting here tying up some uh some uh 
don't know if you can see that or not. Let me yeah, right there. there. There it is. Okay. That's just a yeah. that's just a wacky hook I use. I make myself. I, I tie that weed guard on. Uh, those are those are mustad hooks, uh, but I just every manufacturer's got a different hook for a different purpose. So don't get stuck on one hook or one manufacturer. Right. So um, do you make your own uh, uh, jigs too? Like the, do you melt your uh, yeah, I melt the lead, pour it on the on the hooks. Uh, I make a little a little eighth ounce ball head jig with a wire weed guard and a, a bait keeper on it. I tie a real small nice. thin skirt on it, a little finesse type jig. Uh, last year, I I caught several fish on that jig, but this year I uh, I might have caught ten fish on it all season. I don't, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know where I just lost confidence in it and didn't throw it as much, but uh, I I didn't catch as many fish on it this year as I did the previous year. Uh, I got to throwing a lot of stuff this year, Texas rigged with uh, tungsten weights, uh, either 16th or, or – well, I, I did – when I fished the Flint River – the Hobie tournament, and uh, I caught my well, I, I caught my first uh, show bass, and then in the tournament, I caught a 20 inch and a 21 inch and a 17 inch show bass on day two. Uh, Is that Georgia or for Florida? Georgia, that's the uh, Flint Rivers. Well, yeah, the Flint Rivers in yeah, it's in Georgia. Uh, okay, but. Uh, it, uh, I, you know, I changed up day one. I had 70 some inches and Jason and I were, we were floating about a seven mile stretch of the river and, uh, he caught 80 some inches on day one. And wow. uh, he great. told me, we got to talking and he <laughs> said, I think your sinker's not big enough, dad, your, your bait's washing over top of the fish. So I went, went to a, a from an eighth ounce up to a quarter ounce weight and uh, sure enough i mean i caught 97 inches on day two so dang uh i think it was 97 it was, i had a 22 inch large mouth a 21 shoaly a 20 shoaly a 17 and a, or 18 large mouth and a 17 small mouth or uh shoaly so whatever that adds up to anyway but uh that that was the biggest bag of the tournament on day two, so. Um, Did you win that big bass pot too? Uh, no, actually I didn't. I don't remember who did win the big bass pot. Somebody had a 23 or something that day, or 20, maybe been 20. I caught a 23 in practice. Uh, I, last year I caught, I caught two 23-inch largemouth in practice. Uh, seemed to. <laughs> Can't catch them in the tournament, but I catch them in practice. <laughs> I know how that is, man. So, but, you make? Do you make a Ned rig hook too? Do you have a Ned rig style hook that you you build? Yeah, 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 I do. Uh, it's I use a, a guy by the name of Michael Bury sells a a offset. Uh, it's a wide gap offset worm hook. Four jigs, and 
I, I make it, it's, it's that Midwest style jig head. It's just a little button head, like, a, you know, what Z-Man yeah. sells, that little shroom head. But uh, right. I can make them, I think I make them up to quarter ounce, maybe. No, maybe even bigger than that. No, I think it is quarter ounce. But I just, I took a mold and modified it to order to fit it. So, That's cool. But, uh, yeah, about every mold of, I think last count I had, had 90 some molds. So, um, I've got about, I got a mold for about everything really, but every one of them I've modified for some, some reason. Cause I always like a bigger hook in something than what, what they want in them. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, when you get back home, man, I'd love to come over one day and, and shoot some videos of you making some hooks and share it with the, the guys here. Um, yeah, and gals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be, that. that'd be really, that'd be cool. Cause uh, I know uh, I've I've shot video with um, Chris doing plastics, but um, right. I know you and I talked about you building a rod on 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 one yeah. of the shows in the past. Time. Yeah, I've, so, I've got one. I've got one sitting in my tire right now. It's got the it's got the uh, guide. The guides are uh, spaced and ready to be tied, so you can do that too. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Let's plan that. Um, I, I'm sure the the folks out here would be really interested in seeing how what, what it takes to, to and the equipment and what you have to do. I know it's probably very time consuming and you got to be very patient when you're wrapping and stuff. But uh, yeah, you do in a way. But you can uh, if you get on it, you could you could build a good rod. Well, not counting gluing the handle on, you could build a good rod in a day's time, easy. Are you going to try that new American Tackle uh, grip that they just won their award for this year? That really that, light. Uh, yeah, what is it called? Uh, <laughs> I do use one of their grips and their handles. It's a one-piece, uh, one-piece handle. Uh, I really like it. It's it's really easy to use. I mean, as far as uh, building a rod with, and uh, uh, they're lightweight. The only thing I really have a problem with is they're cold. If you're fishing in cold weather, man, that, they are, that carbon fiber is cold. It's nothing yeah. like cork, you know, cork or, or EVA foam or anything like that. Those are not, you know, they're not cold like that carbon is. Yeah. All of my handles are like an X grip. Um, the Right. That's right. what the Jack uses for ours. So I like the right. way it feels. Cool, cool. Well, hey, let me run this uh, real quick. And then we'll be right back, guys. C-Pro Lithium, serious power in 12, 24, and 36 volt applications. Bluetooth capable. Go to Z-Pro Lithium for more. Zebra Fishing, American-made marine applications and locally manufactured soft plastics. Visit DubroFishing.com. Feel free kayaks, paddle, pedal, or power. There's something for everyone. Check out FeelFreeUS.com. Yak Gadget, American-made kayak fishing accessories and gear. Go to YakGadget.com for your rigging needs. Ace Adventure Resort, West Virginia's number one destination for hiking, biking, ziplining, whitewater rafting, and more. Check out aceraft.com. Westbrook Supply Company. 
Georgia's premium supplier for all your kayak rigging supplies and fishing equipment. Go visit WestbrookSupply.com. All right, Tammy, we're back. Um, hey, so what's for dinner there, brother? Peanut butter and jelly sandwich? <clears throat> Breadsticks and uh, yingling flight. <laughs> Have you tried the new yingling flight? It's pretty good stuff. Uh, 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. No, I, I don't have any yinglings. I got a bunch of craft beer and some Sam Adams and stuff in the fridge right here. But uh, none of that. So I mean, maybe we'll have to have a after-hour special <laughs> with some yinglings, brother. <laughs> oh, that can happen. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. We definitely got to, now, now that the, the off-season is on us, so we can get together and uh, strategize for 2024. So, talking about 2024, guys and gals out there, I want to see some comments from you on what you guys are thinking about the schedules. Tammy and I were talking here uh, in advance, and uh, we were looking at the schedules for Bassmaster and the Hobie BOS, and we also, I, I, I pulled up... Uh, let me get back on the right screen here. I pulled up the KBF um, screen on Fishing Coyotes, and Tim and I were looking at what they've got up. They got Lake Murray starting off in the national championship. Then they got Gunnersville, Wheeler. They've got Santee Cooper, Chickamauga, and Huntsville, Alabama on their schedule. So, should be interesting for what we've got to go on this year. So, Tim, any of those stick out to you? What I know you, like, at the introduction, and I talked about to everybody that, you know, you're a, a traveling man. You're fishing somewhere every weekend. What are you looking at there for your 2024 schedule? Well, the, the Hobie schedule, the Harris chain, I really like going going to Florida that time of year. gets gets that cabin fever out of you. Um, right, and I'd like, like I said, I'd like to, I'd really like to fish the Sam Rayburn because it's that's kind of a, a bucket list lake. Uh, Logan Martin, I fished it before. Uh, it's a really good spot of bass lake, as is Norman. Norman's a good. One. Yeah. Uh, the Wright Patman Lake, I don't know much about it. It's in Texarkana, uh, Texas. And then Cuyahoga, for sure, I, you know, it's a 12-hour drive, but I love that place. Uh, now, where is that at? It's in New York. It's one of the Finger Lakes in New York. Is it, uh, like, going back toward the, the <clears throat> eastern it's part a, of New York? It's about, it? yeah. No, it's the western part. It's uh, it's not very far, actually, from uh, Erie. Okay, okay. Well, that uh, may have to – when is that? That's in June? That's in June. Yeah, see, yeah, they have a season up there. It's, you know, first of June, you can't, you know, you can't fish for smallmouth or bass any type uh, before the first yeah. of June, I think. So, yeah, and yeah. then like, like I said, Saginaw River, I, I won't make that one because of a family obligation. And Chick, I'm, I'm sure I'll go to Chick. It's, I'm really like starting to like. I'm liking Chick more than I do Gunnersville anymore. Huh. 
Well, then, it's pretty much the same type of fishing. It? It's like grass. It's basically the same type, yeah. But there's there's some places that I I fell in love with. And, you know, I I got two places that I fish every ninety percent of the time. So uh, okay. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But then the, the, so Chips, the Bass Masters, Murray for sure, too, because I love Murray. Uh, Murray, I've done really well on Murray. I've, I've, I've you know, cashed the check there several times. Uh, Possum Kingdom, that's a long ways away from West Virginia. For, from so. up, yeah, from, from, from all of us over here on the eastern seaboard, yeah. that's a drive. So. Yeah. Uh, and like you know, Gunnersville, Gunnersville is always an option. Uh, yeah. And then the Susky, um, uh, I really like fishing the Susky too. It's it's an amazing fishery. Uh, and then the <coughs> Caddo Lake and Bistano, uh, that'll be a good one there in October. That'll be a real good. So we. Now, unfortunately, I can't pull up the the dates. Uh, I don't believe I can anyway with the the KBF. Uh, For the KBF. Let me, so, uh, let me see if it, if I click on one of these, if it'll it'll. If pop you up. click on it, it should pop up. So, this see this the one dates here, right there? it did. Yeah, three it, three it two. Be, so yeah, it should be, yeah. So that's March a week after the. Right, that'll, I'll be I'll be gone for two weeks. I'll be gone from home <laughs> two weeks. That that stretch. We you you may have to that cabin rental. You may have to reach start reaching out to get guys recruited to go two weeks with you on that one. Or you can oh, camp uh, somewhere. Yeah, we we usually do Murray the Murray one. There's a uh, a uh, I I've got the same house three years in a row, I guess it is. It's a really nice place. It's right on the lake. I mean, you can, you can walk down and, and uh, fish off a dock if you'd like. And, uh, we, we've done really well up that cut that, that, that that house is on too. Uh, uh, I, I played six with Steve Gunner. Yeah. I played six, six there last year, six or seventh there last year. So, uh, it's a good cut. Yeah, I, I was down there the year Rick Garavaglia won that one tournament. Right. And, uh, well, he, he won on day one, and I won on day two. Or No, I was third I, on day two. Yeah, I was third on day two. So, that's outstanding. Yeah. So, that definitely. 
So let's see. That's so that looks like there's a two week time frame that you'll be there. Let's go back a page here. Um, we know there's a national championship, and then the Gunnersville tournament is in April. It's April sixth. Yeah, April sixth, seventh. April sixth, and that'll, the Gunnersville tournament. Gunnersville for Bassmasters is in May. So there's right. a, a little over a month time frame. That, that'll change that water quite a bit. From those oh, yeah, tournaments. May. Yeah, the, the May tournament. I'd much rather fish the, the, uh, the April tournament. That's well, normally... Be, well, spawn or just coming off spawn from then down there? In May, probably, yeah. They'll be coming and, off. In April, they should be moving to the bed, shouldn't they? Well, they should be... Pretty much in, depends on what, what 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 end of the lake you're on, whether they'll be uh, you know already on the bed or just getting ready to go on the bed. Okay, let's see here. Then we've got uh, see. Um, I think I'm already registered for the the Murray and the, the national championship, so I'm definitely fishing those anyway. You got Gunnersville and Wheeler. We just looked at that. Uh, yeah. Santee Cooper. Now, that's the lake I fished for a lot of years. No yeah, quite a bit like of that water, too. but yeah. yeah only like problem it. with that: good time frame, May May eighteenth. Uh, I don't think that, it's, I don't think it's a good time frame myself, but no, it's 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 about a month and a half late. It should be in <laughs> April down there. Yeah, that's what I thought too. We. We always would go down, me and about 10 other guys were in the cabin there on the Canal Lakes. Mm -hmm. And uh, we would fish both both lakes off. But, you know, it's it's bass boat. It's easy to do that. Yeah, you know, right. All those different, you know, got the Blacks Camp. You got the Angels. Go back over with the old, where the old canals were back when the slaves uh, worked. Right. And, um, and then... Uh, and the Angels, now, I tell you, guys, if y'all are not familiar with that section of Santee Cooper, that's where the dinosaurs are. And I'm talking I'm talking dinosaurs. You know, you're talking 10, 11-foot beasts, 12 feet. Um, <laughs> I was back in there in a kayak back in those cuts, and I come across one where it looked like two of them had gotten a fight and killed the other one. And the one that was dead was probably a 10 or 11-foot. <clears throat> and I was like, so I wanted to get out of there as fast as I could. Um, there's there's some good, you know, but knock on wood, them gators haven't bothered me. Uh, you know, I've I, I fished a lot of places. Seminole's got a lot of them in it. Uh, um, hey, did you, uh, hey, did, do you know the, the angler down in Florida by the name of Jason Denise. Do you, have you have you ever met him? Or yeah, I know. Him? Yeah, yeah. J Jason was he was fishing three weeks ago, three three weeks four weeks ago, and had a about an eight footer chasing his spinner bait, and he was reeling it in. The gator didn't turn off turn off like they normally do when you're reeling them in. It, it ran right up on top of his kayak and knocked him out of the boat. <laughs> well, you he knew. He, you, go ahead. 
he he said he the, the guy that was with him said he, he thought he was Jesus after that because he walked on water. To get <laughs> walked on water. <laughs> <laughs> well, you knew you knew Jody Queen had one bite the front of his kayak. I mean, yeah, it, that was it, on Oak, Okeechobee, it, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah it. He he kept that thing for a long time. I mean, it had puncture holes, <laughs> but yeah. It, uh, if you get between them and their and their young on the bank, you you might have a problem. But most of the time, they're they're as scared of you as you are of them. Uh, yeah. Like Dardanelles, they're really bad on Dardanelles. Now, where's that at? <clears throat> That's in that the, Florida, uh, Arkansas. Or is that Arkansas? Oh. Yeah, I think for sure it's Arkansas. Yeah. Well, I was I was down at Santee. We were staying at Black's Camp this last. It was about it was about six eight years ago, and I had my feel free eleven five. Jack and all those guys were down there in their big bass boats, and they take off. I stayed back in the back cuts and at Black's. I go back into the cypresses and back hide back in there. And all right. He he came out. It's like the last day I've been fishing back in there for like four days. And he came in for lunch, and he I, I'd come in for lunch. He's like, hey, man, did you see that big gator this morning? And I'm like, what? He's like, uh, yeah. He said, back in that cut, we went back in there before you went back in there, and we saw one was about 11 foot, 12 foot back here, uh, cruising across back in there. He's like, we was wondering if you saw it. And I'm like, no, no, I, I hadn't seen anything that big because I'm sure if I'd saw it back here, I would have stayed around the docks. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's, a, it's in Russellville, Arkansas. That's where I thought it was. Okay. There's 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 one cut there on it. Uh, there's you, you can go up in there just about any time and see 25 to 30 gators. Uh, some of them, a couple of them, pretty good ones, but yeah. Brian. Uh, Tim has said he will be there, but Tim, you can uh, let him know. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. Heath, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Heath. He's a hammer right there. I'm yeah, he is. He, he needs to get. He needs to get back out. Get out there on that. Uh, <clears throat> that tr the, those trails that you run and uh, see what he's made of with those the national guys. So. But yeah, Brian brought up Del Halla. We talked about it, guys. If you missed it, Tim cashed a check there last year. Um, he, he showed up. What you you showed up the day before? Or you fished one yeah, day. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I got I got to practice yeah. one day. Yeah, but uh, it. Uh, I need to go down and and investigate a little further there. Uh, yeah, I, well. I, we, you know, that, that's the one thing that we do. We go down and spend the week. And did you stay down on the houseboats, or did you you no, your uh, truck? No, I rented a motel room. Okay, but it, that's the one thing. You, if if you go down this year and you you decide to make the week of it, um, you got to, you know, you can leave your vehicle, leave your uh, kayak in your truck if you decide to go up elsewhere, not fish right. around the. Eastport, but uh, that staying down on the houseboats is a lot of fun. Well, there's a ramp right there at Eastport too, isn't there? That you can yeah, put that, in right there, Eastport. I thought there was right so. there in front. Of, yeah, yeah, right down there by the. It's it's right. a nice little resorts. Yeah, so this is it. Looks like a good 
going to be a good year for the national trails for us, Tim, because everything. Yeah, I think is it will. Close. Yeah, there's a couple. Like I said, the the Possum Kingdom, uh, the um, uh, what was the name of that one in Texas, Texarkana? Uh, yeah, that. Oh, let the me Sam Raver and the Possum Kingdom, and the, those are going to be the you know well the. The Caddo, Bistano, it that's about a 12, 13 hour drive for for me also. But yeah, the right pat right patman lake, it's uh it and uh yeah, it and Sam Rayburn and uh, Possum Kingdom will be the the most, you know, the furthest ones away really. The rest of them will you be got me really, You got me really interested in that Cuyahoga Lake event but unfortunately i'm always up at lake erie that week during the memorial weekend if it's the, well that could be the weekend after but uh just, i'm at lake uh, erie fishing with buddy vance right. and and the crew that go up there for right, we ran right. a cabin up there yeah um, um yeah code is a it's a uh, we were really surprised the amount of big large mouth that was in it uh Jody and I fished, uh, we fished one one place up there, pretty good size cut, and uh, man, there was some good largemouth in there. Uh, That's then, a, I, uh, you ever been over to Pima Tuning? Uh, no, I haven't. Then, uh, that, that's uh, Kayak Anglers of Pennsylvania puts on a tournament there. They used to put on like the, the Battle of the Border where it'd be Ohio, Pennsylvania, right. and West Virginia would all. But right. uh, I fished a couple of those tournaments over there. Um, <coughs> that, that lake, that lake, really surprised me with the size of the largemouth in there as well. Right. But it, it yeah, it's, I, it's I heard that. It's it's grassy. I mean, it's it's got a lot right. of grass in there. So. Yeah, you you wouldn't think you know that far north would have that much grass in it, but it does. Exactly. It must shoot up quickly. <laughs> Yeah, Tim. So this is like could be a pretty good year for us. I, I I'm definitely going to go down to Lake Norman uh, in April. Um, right. Um, I have never fished Chickamauga, but uh, I've I've thought about it over the past couple of years because the events down there. Um, like I say, it's uh, really not a bad drive. It's you know, for me, it's, it's five and a half hours for me. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it but it, it's a really really a, an easy drive i mean i just jump on 77 go down and hit 81 and hit 40 over to 75 and you're there so yep. it's it's a pretty good drive so <clears throat> so show season's getting ready to come on come up upon us here in the next yep. few months basically you'll be uh fishing down in florida in january are you going to go to the East Tennessee Fishing Show in mid-January, or you got any shows I, you're going to go to? I would like to go to that one sometime. Maybe this year I can get to it. When is it? Do you do you have a date? I think it's it's the 16th or something like that, I believe. 15th, 16th, 17th. Let's look at look. I'm telling January. you, Tim, if you go to that, you better bring about five or $600 at minimum with you because uh, that, that is not the typical uh, show where you just go look at uh, – people that uh, sell trips and stuff like that. There's right. actual vendors that come here and sell stuff. And right. it's, it's a great show. I'm looking it up here. Let's see. 
I've worked at the last, uh, well, since 2016 with Frontier Outdoors there. They have a, they always right. do a booth. Let's see about. So if you want to look that up, folks, it's EastTennesseeFishingShow.com. Um, I should have looked it up on the, uh, on my web browser, but I, I'm using my phone. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne. Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Twenty-four. <clears throat> Look at the dates. Show me the dates. <laughs> You said it was East Tennessee? Yeah, it's in Knoxville. Ah, uh, no, it's the 25th through the 28th, so you'll be down in Florida. Mm. You'll miss it. I thought it was the third week. January, okay. Yeah, it's in January. It's normally the same week that they do the Charleston Civic Center, the, the hunting and fishing show in Charleston. Um, right. But uh, I haven't been to that one in a couple of years. Yeah, I, I stopped going because all it is is basically, you know, got guides from all over the country. Guides from all over the country. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm like, I. I want to go to a show that you know guys are bringing out their stuff from last year. They're trying to get rid of, and they're bringing out right. the stuff that they're getting ready to sell for this year, so you can yeah. get a good look. Of, you know, and that's that's what right. the East Tennessee East Tennessee fishing show, man. They, they had the, uh, you know, size of my basement here was one store just had fishing rods <clears> for sale where they were selling them for like three for a hundred dollars. You know, right? It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, buddy, I appreciate you uh, being on the show tonight. I, I mean, I, I know you. Uh, I'm keeping you away from your cold drink and your yummy refreshment <laughs> dinner. <laughs> well, I ate about I ate at the plant about four o'clock or so. So I just kind of I just wanted to grab something light when I got back here. So I'm done with it. I think I might have one more cheese stick to go. So I'll eat. I'll eat that. Boy, they're going to be glad when you leave there, that's for sure. That plumbing will never be the same with beer and cheese. <laughs> well, I'm a cheese guy. I've always loved cheese. 
but I'm getting, but I'm, but I'm getting to the age where the lactose intolerance is starting to kick in. Uh, it don't like me very well. So, well, you know, we that, that was one of the things I wanted to bring you on the show about. Is like we were talking pre-show, is like you know, we both got birthdays coming up on Friday, and uh, you know, I'm gonna be 58, and it's it's getting hard. Like I was telling you earlier, you know, when I, I see the forecast, it's gonna be. 40 degrees and raining i'm like man i don't want to go out in that weather um you know uh but you know and you were like man i, I get excited i'm ready to go you know, I, it, it, you, know you, you were talking you you hate to drive you don't hate the fit the weather and the fishing <laughs> i don't mind you know i don't i don't really mind the driving anymore it used to be when i was younger i hated to drive it just drove me nuts i had to drive what what, right. what keeps you motivated to, to do what you do week in and week out? Well, fishing with my son, fishing with Jason a lot now. You know that that, that that's a big motivator because I really I really enjoy fishing with him. Um, you know, and it's uh, I don't know. I just I just like doing good at, at, at my age. You know, I I feel like. If I feel like if I don't, if I don't fish or if I don't kayak or if I just lay around, I'm gonna die. I mean, I I just if I don't stay active, you know, I want to stay active because uh, uh, the shape I'm in right now. I mean, yeah, I'm in pretty decent shape. You know, I've had open heart surgery. I've got a uh, hip replaced. I have my left hip replaced, and I just, you know, if I if I stop doing what I'm doing, I think I'll just freeze up and wither away to nothing. So I just I, I want to stay busy. I want to stay you know, active and and fishing out of a kayak has really helped me actually. So well, that's it's. I mean, look like you were saying you, you got called back to work. Um, to go do uh, stuff on some equipment where you're at now, um, and you you've lost your certifications. You can't even test it or do the work. You can do the work, but they, you know. Right. I just yeah. It's it's rigging work. Is you know, I've lost my certification as far as operating a crane. I can still chase right. a hook and you know rig stuff to lift a level and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I just yeah. I just, you got to be, you got to be certified to operate a crane, and and that's a good thing, really. I mean, it's when I operated a crane, sure it was probably the most, yeah. it was the most stressful job I ever had in my life. I'm, I can imagine seventy thousand I mean, pounds. Mistake could cost, yeah, exactly. It could Mil uh, million dollars, <laughs> yeah, Killer. or somebody or somebody's life. That that's the that's the right, main right, thing. right. But uh, right. It, you know, I, uh, I enjoy doing what, even, you know, now just, you know, going back, seeing all the guys I work with and, you know, chasing the hook around. I don't mind that. I'm having fun right now. <laughs> well, I, again, man, I appreciate you hanging out with us, uh, and, and no talking problem. fishing and Hey, check this out. Who, who is this guy? I, I believe you talked about him earlier. <laughs> My man, Jody queen. Jody. That's right. <laughs> 
anyway, brother, again, we appreciate you. Nothing but love for you. And uh, enjoy your time there over on the, the western side of the state. And be safe coming home. And make sure you reach out to me when you get back. And maybe we can right, schedule a couple more shows with, when, with, with your rod building and stuff like that. Oh well, I'll have to straighten up. I have to straighten up a place in the garage to get you in there, but we can do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've, I, hey, I, I hope that wasn't a pun about how, how rotund I've got here. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just it's, it's just how jumped up my garage is right now. So uh, that's a, I, I like how that's a nice comeback, brother. Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you have a great night, man. Hey, nothing but love from my boy Tim. I appreciate him answering the call when I reached out to him to jump on here. Um, he's a great guy. Guys, go check him out. I, I got his link to his Facebook page uh, on the uh, description for the show. So go go check out Tim. Look at his photos. Follow along with him and uh, just, uh, you know, do what you do. Anyway. Going to sign off here. Appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with me for a little bit tonight. Nothing but love. And uh, always wear your PFD. Fresh folks here on the eastern seaboard and north of me here in West Virginia. It's getting cold. Water's cold. Make sure you wear the appropriate clothing. Clothing. Uh, dress warm. Dress for the spill. And uh, always wear your PFD. Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern, presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.